0: Drag is the new spandex. Welcome to Drag is the New Spandex, where we don't have Ginger Minge because she just randomly showed up and we needed to do a podcast. I'm your host, Oral. Oh, with, wow. me, <laughs> with me, we have Pat.
1: What's going on?
0: Our illustrious producer. And to my right, not that it matters in radio or podcastery, um, I have a lovely lady next to me the one the only sonique hi, hi sonique hi hi how are you today i'm
3: good how are you
0: good thank you thank you for being with us so early in the morning oh ooh. girl i had to who it was a, a late night getting dollars it was dollars.
3: a late night for me
1: but um, she but she came in looking like a million dollars i mean uh, gown yeah. uh full, full hair and makeup like uh, you know, most people don't come in this my way
2: my tackled me this morning <laughs> just do you we know. Do we? I
3: said you have to do this right. I would need these people to know.
1: Do you have a team like uh, like at the Indy 500 where you just get up in the morning and like five guys come running out of everywhere and they just make up and hair and do if all it's that? It's a
0: good weekend. There's definitely <laughs> five guys. You but. just play the same like sound clip <laughs> of like the drill. That's <laughs> about how it goes. Like it's that quick and they're out. So, welcome to Drag is the New Spandex. This is a show that really has no structure. I interview you. I ask you about things that I'm interested in. You tell me the things that you're interested in. We laugh. We kiki. We drink if you are so inclined. Oh, wow. I'm the only person drinking. I'm drinking beer for breakfast because it's my birthday weekend. Woo. Uh, You know, I don't like to give actual firm dates and things. But you know what? Fuck it. It was my birthday. I had a blast. I got to
1: be. It's all right. This isn't live radio. So it's not like people would actually, they would know it's around this time. It's
0: around this time. Yeah. um, Unless they
1: went to your birthday karaoke where you kept on screaming,
0: it's my birthday. Actually. Or wore the hat. I, I would keep screaming. Are you one of those birthday people when you go out, you have to let everyone know it's your birthday? I'm not actually, but I was playing it up for tips. So I had a birthday oh, cake hat. So no, I a had birthday. a ca- I had a birthday cake hat, and I wore the girls one because it actually looked like a birthday cake. And so the boys one just had like baseballs and basketballs and footballs on. I it. It was like, fuck that. So every once in a while, I would just put on the hat like I was Blossom and scream, "It's my motherfucking birthday." And then people put money in the tip jar.
3: Okay. Well, Mm -hmm. that's a good idea for extra birthday money. Mm -hmm. I do feel like a whore now. You don't get birthday money anymore when you get older. No. No. That stops whenever you get out of high school or college. That's some
0: bullshit. (laughs) Which is why any karaoke host worth their salt works on their birthday because,
3: I would rather, unless you know me very well and you know exactly what to get me and it'll make me happy. If you don't
0: know, just give me money. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll figure it out. You know, someone (laughs) took a risk and they brought me a Snagglepuss, which I, a pop vinyl, which I really love. I love him. Mm -hmm. And and then another friend brought me whiskey. So I'm just like, I got the best birthday presents ever. But we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about you. International television star doing shows everywhere in the country. And you decide to settle in Orlando? I did.
3: Um, Darcell had been um she called me years ago, like right the day that I moved to California from Atlanta, I got a call from Darcell and she was like, Um, uh, um, I wanna offer you a job at the Parliament House. That's my Darcell voice. I love it. I love <laughs> oh, it. God, I,
1: I a- feel a- like I just closed my eyes and I feel like I'm oh, in the dressing oh, room right oh. now. Um,
3: so neat. This is uh, Miss Darcell. <laughs> oh God, I can't do it. That's all you're getting. But it's so hard to talk about a conversation with Darcell without <laughs> doing her voice <laughs> because she has her own way of speaking. Uh huh. And whenever you say her name and everyone, I'm serious. Everyone that says anything about her about a conversation, they always do her voice. So that was my Darcell voice. But she called me and she was like. <laughs> It's so hard to do it without doing the voice. Um, I want to offer you a job here. Would you be interested? And I was like, well, I actually just moved to California. Like, my boxes are still in the car. And she had had contacted me, like, a few times uh, while I was out there. And uh, uh, finally, I was going through a bad breakup. And I was kind of like, it's either I'm going to shave all my hair off or I'm going to move. And um, I kept my hair. And <laughs> which was really awful anyway, because this humidity the and humidity everything girl. I was I moved here. And when I came here to do my trial, like I was like, you know what, Darcell, this is what I'll do. Since it's a big move, let me come for a month and see if I like it. And um, and then I'll let you know. So she agreed to that. And I came and I did that, and it was the perfect weather. Right now is the perfect weather mm-hmm. in Florida. Mm-hmm. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. There's, like, a slight breeze. It reminded me of California. I came here for the whole month of March, and um, I was like, oh, wow, okay. I like this. This is good. And I was living at the gardens. They put me up in the gardens. And it's if you've ever been there at the Parliament House, it's, like, the really nice, like, um town. Townhomes, yeah, What's they called? were
1: meant—they were meant to be uh, timeshares. Timeshare, mm. they, and yeah. they're kind of now almost like little townhome condo-ish type. Girl, of things. they nice. They real I lived nice. there for
3: a month, and they hooked it up for me. Like they gave me one free meal every day, you know, and they were just really accommodating to me. And I was like, girl, I like this. I was calling my friend, girl, you got to come visit me in Florida. Like we got this sick place. It's good. We're right by the club. So um yeah, I was like, okay, I went back home and um DragCon was coming up. It's the first year of DragCon, And Darcell contacted me and said, I need to know something. Um, you have twenty days to give me an answer. And I was like, Fuck. Fuck. I really I was thinking like maybe I was going to spend the rest of the summer and do the winter in Florida. No, they wanted me for gay days and 20 days. And I was like, OK, so um, and I just I was like, OK, cool, I'll do it, whatever whatever I'll do it and everyone in California was like what are you doing (laughs) no I was like I promise I'll see you as much as I possibly can and I have been I've I've I go to California all the time Mm. um it's I feel like I'm missing out but at the same time when I'm there I'm catching up uh so it's good it's good but whenever (laughs) it's it's scary though whenever you you look at where you work and There's all these new girls coming up, and you're like, "Oh shit! Like, I gotta get back in. Do I have to get in the end of the line, or am I on the (laughs) list still? You know, it's like, do I have to rework? Because it's these new bitches I've been seeing, like working hard and everything, Mm. and I'm like, okay, am I grandfathered in? Like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's like the wanna tough joke where you're at the beach and you're feeling yourself and then the twenty one year old wind blows by. It's just like, oh girl pass me my sarong. Like but you know you I've seen you work. You, as the kids would say in some urban streets, put it in. Because you do Who's back told you flips. that. You do <laughs> <laughs> You do backflips. You do all of these like high kicks, like high kicks that would pull a hamstring for other queens who shall name nameless because I don't talk bad about people on this show. Oh good. You just
1: wait till the microphones are turned on. Good,
3: good old Christian values. Mm-hmm. She waits till um
0: she can't be exposed. Nope. And we're into the third glass of punch that just has nothing but rum in it. Um <laughs> okay. no, so so you I, I was lucky enough. To just show up to Parliament one night. And I didn't know you were on the cast yet. So I'm sitting down. We, you know, we reserve seats because we're classy bitches. Also, my friend always remembers to actually call. Yeah, you do? Well,
1: I No, actually, I think that part. I, I do. I do. But it works out because I'm the photographer. So I always use that angle. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, you want pictures of the show? Make sure I have a table. And it's always the, it's the, it's the opposite princess table. Because you got Don and Susan's table oh, on the yeah. second level. I'm the one across from it. So if oh, I okay. ever get a table, that's my table. That's mm-hmm. a good
3: table because you don't have to worry about people being in front of you. Yes. Well, actually, you really don't have to worry about people getting up and getting in front of you because people don't really get up and tip at <laughs> that place.
2: <laughs> Jesus. I oh, mean,
3: it's the th- truth. I literally went from California where I was like, I could do anything. Literally, I could do anything. And they would eat it up and give me all their money. And I was like, oh, God and I had got so used to that and I came to Parliament House and I pulled out all the stops the bells and whistles and everything and I was like five dollars you was just gonna give me five dollars <laughs> <laughs> the shade has <laughs> entered the <laughs> room <I> just, <laughs> and I've been waiting shade, for that <laughs> the shade is uh, amongst us no, no, it's, no it's true but it's though tr- it really it is. is but you know last night I know people know etiquette of drag. I don't know if they just don't like me or if they don't like us or if they just are too fucking tired to get up and tip us. But last night they had a legend show. These queens are legendary. I mean, they they were the pioneers, you know, and that's the reason why I get to do what i get to do is they they built the
1: ark so that way drag could survive the flood Mm -hmm. absolutely
3: and um the they had lines for days of people just in line tipping them and i'm like wow okay so these people know how to do this
1: but the thing is that i'm sure that the crowd there was a little older because they are they that's their that's like the the heart and the soul and the legend of drag, oh, so that yeah. crowd that's coming in mm-hmm. knows they're gonna get they're up like,
3: there. Baby, we need to see some good drag. They, we need to see some old school beat bugle beads.
1: But they, but, and, but they know, like they know, you get up there and you do this, and you get up there and you give them. If you only got a dollar, you go up and you give them a dollar, mm-hmm. whatever it is. You know, I don't always have a lot of cash, but when I go to a show, I make sure I get up there I feel and weird. I tip, you know, and I've, I do that.
3: I feel like I'm walking into a store. And everyone's watching me, and I and I I'm stealing. <laughs> if I go into a drag show with no money, it's almost like the entertainer is Medusa, and if we have eye contact, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're 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 dead. You're
0: you're, <laughs> you're dead. So yeah, and yeah, I I totally get it. There will be you times the person, do you have a dollar? Yeah, there will be times, for especially my girl, when you're got front.
1: it. Especially when you're up front, oh. you go up there and you get up in one of those front row seats, or not even the front, like the first couple of rows, and you don't get up and fucking tip. That's just that's rude. That is super. <laughs> Why are rude. you here? Seriously. Why? And then you put so your feet up on out, the stage.
3: On the stage, I wish I had a GoPro camera sometimes, and <sighs> I would just sit on my head so you guys could see like who I'm performing for. <laughs> it is sometimes the most uninspiring thing. You could have spent all week trying to get a look together and learning the words and everything and you get there and you try to execute this and there is a guy literally with his arms folded asleep like asleep in the very front row are there there people that are trying to grab your body parts yeah and are if you're videotaping in the front row i hate your guts (laughs) hate all your guts that angle is not cute for anybody. No. No, no. no. Like, no it's nobody not. Needs, nobody needs to you see up my nose. A, <laughs> like a giant. Like, I see the videos, I get tagged in them, and I put, untagged. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, if you get real stupid, I'll block you. Uh, it's just that simple.
0: You know, it's it's funny you mention that, Pat, because, like, your number, uh, I saw you do um, your Harley number from, you know, like, Suicide Squad, just looking snatched and gorgeous. And as someone who works in a comic book store, and I see Harleys day in and day out. Oh, God, out. it's so exhausting, right? So sometimes it's it's literally just a Thursday afternoon, one fifteen, and some bitch has dyed her hair within an inch of their life it is breaking off or melting. Oh, her real hair. Her real hair. No, baby. And she's just like, Harley is my favorite. And I'm like, I'm sure it is. And I'm sure you also have daddy issues. <laughs> and, but like... I have daddy issues. <laughs> I mean, so We all do. <laughs> but, but I saw your Harley. And for someone who's so jaded, I was... It was like a breath of fresh air. Because mm-hmm. you brought not the... I like fucked up men, you know. I'm crazy sort of thing to it. You brought like I'm owning my power. I'm this, you know, entity that's going to have fun and do what I want to do and damn the consequences. And so like when you see a show like that or um or um I I love Giselle. Like Giselle to me is like. Uh, she's queen of that stage i just she's queen
3: of that stage uh, if anybody is queen of that stage it is giselle barbie royale
0: i i remember Mm. it was a little bit after whitney had died and so i know that i'm never gonna see whitney houston ever in my life and she came out in that remember when whitney was wearing really tight dresses in the beginning Mm -hmm. and she came out with her hair teased and up and i was just like you know and it's the same feeling i got when i saw you perform for the first time that like this is drag this is you know this is something that you know is for our community and for the for the greater world and it it adds so much because you know, in that moment, like the illusion became reality. Oh, and cool. I saw you as Harley. I saw her as Whitney. And I saw her as Whitney with strong vocals because even if I had seen Whitney, the the vocals weren't. If there's there one anymore. thing
3: I know about Giselle, it's her love for Whitney Houston. Like, for sure. down. Like, she loves her some Whitney Houston. So you've only technically seen me perform one time?
0: Well, it's it's and it's only
3: and it's been Harley
0: Quinn. Well, see, and here's here's the here's the kicker. Whenever I make it, no, whenever I make it, the problem I'm I'm a black gay man, so you know I've never been on time for anything. (laughs) I was late to my own birth, and then when I finally did start to arrive, it took thirty six hours. I've never been in a rush.
3: Neither have I. I got here pretty late. It's
0: so it's so anytime... I've gone no to the show. I either get there where, well, I walked in the door and I kind of push my way up the side stairs, and I can see nothing. Or he's like, "In, ladies and gentlemen, that was so neat. Give it up for so I'm like, "Son of a bitch!" And I just go so back you... downstairs and mm-hmm. drink my Bobby drinks and black Your Bobby drinks? Bobby DeSerrame. I love him. Bobby is uh, Bobby is a delight. We have a mutual friend. Have
3: you ever heard him laugh? Yes. <laughs> it is it kinda, the, the laugh of life. It literally will stop a room and, and it, everyone will look. And yeah. It's it's have it's, you ever made
1: him throw up? by saying one word. He, uh, panty pudding uh, or whatever too, that, yeah. that's the word. If you just say pudding, he'll you know start to dry else, heat.
3: You know who else throws up? And their name is Bobby, too. I, um, Bobby um, that that dances with us. Um, Amon, for, Lynch, yeah, how, whatever, whatever he wants of, to go by. All of, the Joker. All of yeah, Bobby Lynch. If I say pussy, he <laughs> throws up. Instantly. <laughs> so if he's getting on my nerves, I'm like, Bobby do you want some of this pussy? And he will just like, and he literally will throw up in the trash can. It is the funniest thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So for someone who hasn't been lucky enough to see your multiple performances, now that you are one in the limelight and a fixture at the world-famous Parliament House Resort, uh, we actually need to figure out a way to make it Seminole Land. So I'm a revolving the
3: fixture, here. apparently. <laughs> apparently there is, I don't know, there's... I guess there, that spot's always gonna be, some a spot for someone.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, what I was gonna say to you? Yeah, no. N- not to tr- not to cut you off. No, no, um, But I did. Um, if you like my Harley Quinn performance, you will love my Catwoman performance. What? I do Catwoman, and it's it's probably one of the numbers I'm most known for. Yeah. What? Like, okay, walk me through. You're a Catwoman. Okay, so I was I'm a stoner. And a long time ago, I made a, it was kind of like um, Michelle Pfeiffer inspired. I loved uh, Batman Returns Mm. and Michelle Pfeiffer was my favorite Catwoman because that's the one I grew up on. Anyway, uh, I designed this number where it starts off with like a Prince song, Pussy Control, and it goes into all these other songs about a cat. Our pussy or whatever, and Bobby's just it's throwing like, up in the back the entire okay. time. <laughs> Bobby is throwing up from beginning to end, and um, it's just a fun. I feel like it tells like a little story, like my my own little take on on Catwoman, and and um, I take the mask off and the number, and it gives you like more of the Halle Berry look. Mm. Um, or sometimes I just keep. The mask on, but it's like a seven-minute number, and I'm doing like gymnastics the entire time, like any move I can think of. I'm I try to squeeze it in into that, and except for the last time I did it, I was like, oh, I'm too old for this because <laughs> <laughs> I did it in 2008 at um Atlanta Atlanta Pride, and uh, we did it inside of a we d- had our pride show inside of a civic center, and there was over five thousand people there. I was supposed to do this Britney Spears number and all the girls that I wanted to dance with me, they all backed out and did a number together and I was (laughs) breaking up with my boyfriend. This is the story of my life. And, um, so I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do my Catwoman number. I did it by myself on this huge stage and they put me in the middle of the entire show. They had uh, two special guests. They had one before me and one after me. And the one after me was pissed like when I came off stage, they, she was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you're making me go after this performance. Ever, I got two standing ovations during that number. It was the weirdest like thing ever. And I was having such a ho- bad day that day. It's all in video. You can look it up on YouTube. Thank God. And, we'll yeah, post that w- on our remember, Facebook page. I just remember like that feeling when you are just feel like, Everything is just so wrong in your life. And then you just escape. And you just pour your heart out into your performance. And then all that love just coming back. It was it was probably my most favorite moment of ever performing, mm-hmm. even to this day. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: You do that at Parliament House. You get 89 cents and a two-for-one coupon at Arby's. Okay. At
1: least you get the Arby's coupon. Temp- <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it's... I, I want to do stuff like that at at the parliament house. I just, I don't want to kill myself if you're not going to appreciate it. You know, like I'm a, I'm a professionally trained gymnast and I spent years perfecting my gymnastics and I don't know. I, I just feel like it would be a lot better if I felt a little bit more appreciated for those things and I would do them more often, but I got to pay my bills and I got to pay for these gymnastic classes. (laughs)
1: It's absolutely true. I have been. I
3: started back gymnastics again. It's been about a month and a half now. Mm-hmm. And how's it I going? Know. It's good. I was like really shocked that I could do a lot of stuff that I did a long time ago because I hadn't done it in over 10 years. And uh, hi, baby.
2: Hi. Havoc, stop hogging <laughs> the show.
3: God Havoc, damn it. Havoc is here and he is letting it be known that he is here. Um, yeah. So...
1: You just did a. uh, Was it your? You posted a video with the back spring, the back handspring, like cartwheel that you hadn't done in a while. Like it was the first time you had landed it in a while.
3: I did. I've been working on like. um, If you're familiar with gymnastics, it's called a back full twist. It's basically you do a backwards flip, and as you're going in the air, you um, do a complete 360 before you hit the ground. Like, while you're doing the backflip. And it's, it's pretty cool. Like, I don't, I don't know how to explain to anyone how you do it. Like, and I coached gymnastics for a long time. It's just kind of like this thing that you just have to feel mm-hmm. when you're in the air. You're like, okay, I think I can spin my body in the air. But yeah, I was really shocked that I could do that. Uh, when did you start doing gymnastics? Um, well, I, I just remember as a little kid, I always was acrobatic. And I had asked to do gymnastics and my parents would never put me in gymnastics. And when I got about seventh grade, that's when i like got to officially take gymnastics. And um, so, yeah, I, I, I guess my whole life, but officially like seventh grade till I was out of high school, Mm -hmm. I guess. So, yeah, that was. It was fun and I called on really quick and it was like a natural, it was like a natural talent I had, which um, I'm glad that I I was blessed with that, you know? So, and that's good.
0: I just see as someone who can do, I'm, I'm surprisingly flexible, but there are some things that I've seen people shut up, Pat, how dare you insinuate with a look? Do you
3: love it? <laughs> what noise oh. is that? That's
1: the shade button from somebody isolated the, the shade noise from RuPaul's Drag Race. Shut up. And you go to ShadeButton.com and it literally in case of shade. Let me
3: see. I need to see if my phone will do that because I'm going to need that, especially in that dressing room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just go to ShadeButton.com. ShadeButton.com.
3: Let's see. Let me try this. Yes, yeah, so, so like, we are trying to um <laughs> shadebutton.com. We are sponsored by shadebutton.com.
1: Now available in shadebutton.com. Okay, up
3: with that. that was such a great
1: idea. Somebody from Reddit,
0: probably. Probably. Girl. I don't know how to do an
3: MP3. I don't know
0: how to do Reddit, but they come out with some cool things. In
3: case of shade. Oh my god. Wait. it's gonna get dark (laughs) it's gonna get dark so
0: you're flexible oral yeah but like the to see like actually trained who would have thunk it well um (laughs) like contort their body and wait you're one of those people what people a contortionist? No!
3: Oh,
1: she's not that flexible. Oh, okay. Her no. legs just she go up to her flexible. head. bedroom flexible.
3: You
0: bed, you hoe flexible. No, but you know what I mean? Like, you you know, Slutty. you see, you know, you tumble, you do all these, like, powerful moves while, you know, the rest of us are just like, girl, I got up from picking up, like, my shoe off the floor, and I heard my hip crack and literally scream, my hip! Oh, like. that's me. At
3: gymnastics. <laughs> I am that one. Like, Okay, so in the beginning of gymnastics, they have us do like a warm up thing where we do like cartwheels and forward rolls and stuff. That's so boring to me. I want to learn. I want to like do the bigger stuff, but that little stuff will wear you the fuck out. Like by the time we're getting to like round offs, which is like a cartwheel with both of your where you land with both of your feet, I'm where I'm looking at my friend. I'm like, girl, I'm ready to go. This (laughs) is too much for me. I didn't sign up for this. I signed up for flips.
1: Shit, I'm tired just listening listening to you talk about
3: it. You should go to one of the classes.
0: Girl, I'm a little bit. Show me how flexible you are. I'm a little bit. Let me, let me, look, I've been, listeners, I'm doing this whole thing where I'm running like multiple times a week, like five to six times a week.
1: But not eating breakfast and then coming over here and drinking your, drinking a beer for your breakfast.
0: Yeah, whatever. I'll I'll have like some fruit because that pineapple looked delicious, girl. (laughs) It um, is good, but it's kind of... I told you, like, I brushed my teeth
3: finally. And um, the, the, you have, like, the back... The the aftertaste of it when you eat. And so it's, like, bleached pineapples. A little tart. It's good for you. But, <laughs> but,
0: but no, like, if I... When, when I get down to my, my goal weight, because, you know, eyes on the prize, I, I may take you up on that offer. I've lost 18 pounds. Not that any of these bitches said nothing. Somebody play the shade button.
3: Oh, hold on. Who can get to Y'all it first? Y'all can wait. You probably. There we go. Uh, see, I don't need a, a <laughs> thing on mine. So I can get to the button quick. Because <laughs> but, uh, shade happens every, when, you when you least expect it. When you
0: least expect it. And you got to have <laughs> And you got to be prepared. <laughs> you don't Thompson have to say vigilance. nothing.
3: You don't have to say nothing. You're just like this. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, and that's all. So the so, room will be quiet. Trust.
0: So, <laughs> you know, gymnastics and performing brings you joy. Like, but you're you're kind of nerdy. You're like on the DL of nerd culture, but not really. On the I'm DL. i Yeah. You, you Girl, have there. you seen my arms? Was, I
3: was. Oh yeah, my arms. Yeah. There's no hiding <laughs> that. Um, but for a long time I was because I it was like. In school, I remember, like, people would call me Power Ranger and all that stuff. Like, that was kind of one of my nicknames. And at some point, I just felt like people would pick on me that Mm -hmm. I was obsessed with the Power Rangers and and action figures and stuff like that. And um, then I went, I actually started uh, dating someone who was a childhood uh, superhero that of mine. And it was so weird. I'm not naming names or anything. No, no. That's for but
0: after showing me. <laughs> yeah. I, um, that's for, I was that's following this person on, on
3: Facebook. Talks. And I think I liked something that he... He did, and he was—he was a Power Ranger. He—I watched him as a kid, and it was so crazy. He hit me up. I was like, "Let's go for drinks." To I love how she's go.
1: not gonna name names. She, but he was a Power Ranger. <laughs> he was
0: a Power Ranger. Yeah, and
2: there, there first been first like generation. Two,
0: no, I stop, can't. girl. Girl, <laughs> we girl, we're are not, doing not digging. This. We'll, we'll, we, will, we will, we will, we will, we'll talk about this later. All right. So I will not name. <laughs> no, you will never have to. I name, ain't even gonna tell you what color he was. <laughs> that's Okay. Yeah. No, girl, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm not gonna
3: it. tell you what dinosaur he was. <laughs> 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 so, if How you, many if you, he did.
1: <laughs> ooh. So we are. Ooh. There's, there's a clues.
2: <laughs> Let's get
3: the Nancy Drews that, out that's, there. Yeah. So, not we narrowing it down. Yeah. So we know he was one out of. Nine it was a They nine? had that many movies? No.
1: Oh, okay. Rangers. Oh, <laughs> okay. But yeah, you said movies. And so you have I'm to subtract fine. the
3: girls, so that narrows it down to <laughs> like <laughs> anyway. But he was really cool and he oh, we hung out and um we actually kinda still see each other for the like on and off when I'm when I'm in town, if I'm not seeing anybody or whatever. And At when he conventions. comes out here, at conventions, and when he comes out here... <laughs> Which uh-huh. is Um, Yeah, so it's just really surreal, and then... This
1: is like, Power yeah. Ranger, guess who? <laughs> like, okay. I'm just knocking a little blue photo. I'll take oh, the girls out.
0: Does she wear glasses? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love that we're all like in that same age range that we could like that we, we get, this. get this. We get shit. Shit. <laughs>
0: and Power Rangers, and I'm just like, bitch, I want you right now. I'm just like, okay, so he might have been in the Thunder Zord eras, like, oh, uh, Shogun Two. No one cares about the story; they just want
3: the good stuff. Who was it, girl?
2: <laughs> no, no but-
3: he was really cool, um, um, and he did conventions, and I was like, fuck. There's this big Power Ranger convention they do every two years called Paramorphicon yeah and it's in Pasadena and it's huge. It's like all the rangers from Super Sentai, which is the original uh footage for what they made Power Rangers. Um those characters are there. Everyone who was the fucking person making hot dogs in the background on one episode is there. Like Mrs. Appleby, what was her name? Mrs. I I <laughs> Oh, from season 1. The teacher, she yeah. was there. Holy uh, shit! The cl- pineapple, the clown was there. Bulk skull, <laughs> Rita, Goldar, like the person that did his voice. It was so crazy. Like he was walking around talking like that. It was really <sighs> insane. And then you see like all the original Rangers, except for my favorite one, Trini, May she rest she, she oh. made she rest in peace. She died in two thousand one on, uh, was it? It wasn't September the eleventh, was it? No, it was like December or something. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have to but she's my favorite one. Actually when I get another tattoo, I'm going to um dedicate my tattoo to her because she was like my favorite and I don't know why, but like <laughs> I just loved her so much and um I've never stopped loving that character Mm. or her as a person and uh, yeah she's dead now but uh, i'm gonna dedicate a tattoo to her
1: september 3rd 2001 september 3rd is Mm. when she yeah that's when she passed away mm. car accident right Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah.
0: so in san francisco i believe Mm. what what is your favorite power ranger season because i've watched i watched For me, Power Rangers, like, hit its, like, peak in the, like, close the chapter with Power Rangers in space. But i watched past that. So, like. Oh, shit. Okay. So, what. Girl, let me tell you. To this day, if I ever put my mother in a home, it's not because, you know, I want to make sure she. I always want to make sure she gets, you know, the proper care. But it's because for Christmas, I asked for the Power Ranger Gold Ranger staff. And did I get it? No, and do you know what I had to settle for? A Beetleborgs, a Beetleborgs. Nobody um, wanted Beetleborgs. She has to go. Not Beetleborgs. Mm, mm.
3: What was it? Say? Big
0: bad uh, Beetleborgs. Beetleborgs. I just, Is that the one where they live in the mansion? The and old it's like- decrepit mansion.
3: With and like there's like girlfriend. Frankenstein up in there yes. and mummies and stuff. Just, I never got into that. I remember what come on. I'm like, why are they trying to be Power Rangers, but way
0: more stupid? I just, it wasn't. I didn't mm, watch it. No, it wasn't
1: good. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, sad because I have no idea what you guys are talking but about. But I had no friends.
0: How so old I,
3: are
1: you? <laughs> 35. I'll be 36 this year.
0: Okay. And you? I just turned 31 yesterday. So I'm in the middle.
1: Okay. Yeah, so I figure I'm I figure I'm only I'm a couple years old, but you I was You
3: were old enough to get out by that time you were Yeah. Like I, no. Yeah,
1: by like the 3rd season, 4th season of Power Rangers, like I was kind okay. of at the the I'm tail end Morphin of that Power being. a Power Rangers
3: girl. Like oh, I I, I, I love pa- Mo- Mighty Morphin.
1: I I enjoyed. I, I once they started changing out the cast, that's kind of when I like after the second movie, yeah. I was kind of like, all right, I'm kind of out of this now. But cuz I loved <sighs> I loved the Red Ranger, Jason. Yeah.
3: He's so hot,
1: and I missed him when he was at Gods and Monsters. I saw you got to you. I did. I met him.
3: I met him a few times actually. Um, no, that's not him. I was like, <laughs> I was like, and we just knocked that peg out of there. <laughs> no, no, she's trust like, I met me. him a couple of trust times. Trust <laughs> me, honey. I wish it was. And you know what's so funny? Hmm. Like I before I met the guy that I seen from Power Rangers, I um. On my Facebook, I was like, I just want you guys to get to know me a little bit more. And I, re- I listed like 27 things about me that people didn't know. And I remember I listed two people that I had crushes on my entire life. And one <laughs> was that one. Power Ranger and the other one's was Mario Lopez. And I got to meet both of them. I worked oh. on a, I worked that TV show with Mario Lopez. It was the best thing ever. That nice. was so good. What that show? Is the, um, it was called um, "Are You There, Chelsea?" which is based on a book that Chelsea Handler. Chelsea Handlers yeah. Wrote, and they did like one season of this show. It was really cute. Whatever. And Mario Lopez was in the episode that I was on. And when they told me, like, I'd always wanted to meet him. Like, I had a crush on A.C. Slater. Like, uh, still well, to spe- this day.
1: Speaking of which, I don't know if it's a new new development or or if it's been there and just kind of was a little more hidden. The entire series of Saved by the Bell is on Hulu. What? Shut up. All five seasons. There were really only four, but there was that fifth season. The college years. No, oh no, the college years aren't on there. Uh-huh. What about or the many- ones
3: before, like the very first one, uh, Miss Bliss? Good morning, e- Miss
1: Bliss. Okay. And they would what I when okay growing up when it was still like when it With was With the Mills. Show, they yes. didn't even
3: have like was any of the yes Screech, Screech and um, Zach. Zach.
1: No. And I think Lisa may have actually been... I think Lisa... Yeah, Lisa
0: yes. was a part of it, if Lisa I'm not mistaken. Terrible. Those three. Bless her heart.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lark Voorhees, Mark Paul Gosler, and Dustin Diamond did it with Haley Mills and Belding, uh-huh. uh, Richard Haskins. Okay. And then they did one season of that. They were all super young. And then they retooled the show and made it high school and brought on um, Tiffany Abertheisen, who was my... She My was, crush.
3: she was good.
1: I, oh, I love her she so much. She was good.
3: I lo- I wanted to be her. I was Me like, too. Ooh, because you know, <laughs> you know, they try. It was like they tried to make a girl for every boy that they that was star cast. Mm. But I was like, girl, everybody wanted to fuck t- Tiffany. You know, or, or Kelly Kapowski. Kelly Kapowski. I was like, I want to be her because you know, s- yeah, yeah. You but- know, Jesse just had to get what she could get.
0: See, and I've always <laughs> wanted to be. Uh, Lisa with her high pony, her high she was so pony was so cute. Oh, she always had the it. cutest stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like they they took
3: her character and made Hillary from uh, Say by the Bell, kind of. I feel oh, like they from, took... from
0: Fresh Prince. Uh, yeah, yeah,
3: from Fresh Prince. Yeah, I got you. We're, we're on Where? I'm same sorry, I'm a little stone still, <laughs> <laughs> some brains not.
1: But yeah, but I when I saw it was on there, I instantly went and found the um, Hot Sunday episode. So I could watch Jesse Spano go, I can sing tonight. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so
3: scared. i oh, where's the shade button when you need it. That was a really. It wasn't really shady, but it had been too long yeah. since we heard that.
1: <laughs> too long without the shade oh noise. Um, but that's on Hulu in case you want to go watch I, any I of kinda that. I kind of do want to see it. Because when, when it was airing, they didn't really, they would go back and every so often you would get one of those, we remember when we were back in this, like, and they would show a Good Morning Miss Bliss episode uh-huh. as like a throwback episode. Mm. So it's kind of funny to see it like that's li- listed on there as season one. And the name of the show was called Good Morning. It Good was Morning, Good Morning Miss Bliss. Yeah. Um, but they never it never took off. It's so like they made a season, but it was I don't think it ever really made it past like the pilot in a couple of episodes. Uh-huh. So they would show it every so often, every like Every once or twice throughout the season, they would have an episode where, like, Zach would be talking to the camera in his room or whatever. And he'd be like, I he remember this one time in, in middle school when we did this, and blah, blah. They and used they to do the mannequin challenge
3: all the time on that show. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. everybody would get still, and then exactly. Zach would, like, talk. Yes. And walk through the people
1: yes. yeah
3: these millennials don't yeah. know shit <laughs> honey we've been there done that
1: but yeah so it, it never really did anything but then they would show them as flashbacks and, and Hulu has it like so if you started season one episode one you get the entire Good Morning, Miss Bliss run, that's and cool. then it goes into like what we all know is like the beginning of Saved by the Bell. Okay, so although I do want to see if the college years are there because I like the college years.
3: I remember mm. they had college years, and then didn't they, they work like the on new a beach? Car. Well, no, oh, so, God. what was that? Oh. That
1: was a summer thing. Yes. they would do it in between. So I wonder if that's in there somewhere because those were Saved by the Bell episodes. But like were when school was out the, for summer, the they the went to work or whatever. Yes, and that was my first introduction to Leah Remini before she got she into Scientology. Yeah,
2: she?
1: Nah. because she was Zach's hard uh, nosed love so interest. When she
3: got into Scientology, did she have to like
1: denounce all that?
3: like? Well, did she have to like? Were there certain things that she could do? And
1: I don't. This is. I think this is all well before. So I think even. I think even like King of Queens and all that was well before she. She got into Scientology. I'm interested. Really? I, yeah, yeah, I, heard, I know.
3: Because I, 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 feel like, like she, she said was when she was young. She was in it, like with her, her mom. And yeah, stuff. it's oh, weird really? because
0: I know they talked about how like her, Leah Remini was doing all this stuff for King of Queens, but she still had to like report to like the the oh, really? I'm gonna call it the council. Yeah, there the you council go. of thirteen. And um, please don't come after me, Scientology. I don't have it. Girl, bye. <laughs> Fake aliens. <laughs> um but no yeah, thing. no, I think she I think it may it may have been that early. Really?
1: I, I it may have been that I've early. I've heard that That, that documentary she did was really good. Oh yeah. I, it's I need it's to go one back of those like that.
0: when you're
3: when you're flipping through the guide and it's like okay, Leah Remedy on Scientology, <laughs> let me get in <laughs> the dirt. Right. And it's really interesting. And I um I had a sugar daddy one time. Ooh and, lucky uh, I did. I was so lucky. Oh, so lucky he was so old (laughs) sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do i didn't i that's why he's no longer he was (laughs) like he wanted to just be seen in public with me and i was like okay i'll do that and then um when we (laughs) were not in public he tried to kiss me i was like baby i can't (laughs) but he was a scientologist and he got out of it and um i just told everybody i have i had a sugar daddy
0: (laughs) We can edit that out if you want. No, that's
3: fine. It's whatever.
1: 37 years she uh-huh. was in the Church of Scientology. So yeah, t- I take back everything I just said. Yeah. That bitch has been...
3: Her, basically her whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't know. But he told me that he was in it and he got out of it. And it's like, I like so hard to get out of Scientology because you became, you become like so brainwashed into believing like it, it's a cult. And if that's what you're taught and then it makes you think about all the other religions, you know, it's like how much of this is, is this just structure for so you can have control over me, or is this really based on actual
0: something to life? Yeah. yeah, at some point, everything starts off as a cult until it gets popular. How do you think Ryan Murphy has a job? <laughs>
1: Yeah, and she's only forty six. So that means that she about nine years old. She was brought into the Church of Scientology, and everyone
3: thought that Rocky Horror Picture Show was awful when it first came out, and now it's like people worship yeah. it.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I can't get behind? Repo the Genetic Opera though. I'm just like, I never <laughs> listened to Evanescence <laughs> in high school, and I don't want to cut myself. Like I don't know what you want from me, people. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I have one question about Mario Lopez. <sighs> okay, Ask me anything? So. <laughs> so I know he's dreamy. What I want to know is because you, you know understand. they say black don't crack. And you but here's the thing. I think that he found a way to to arrest time, the flow of time around him. I his don't body.
3: understand it. He literally walked into the room and I've never seen a human in person where I was like that that's perfect. Like And I'm not even, like, exaggerating. Like, there was not a wrinkle. The hair was in place. He looked like someone, like, created him. Perfect. That man is perfect. And you know he has a washboard stomach. Uh, And he works out, like, 0% body fat. (laughs) Like, he's a gorgeous man. I was nervous because I had just started putting my makeup on. So I looked, like, who did it in the mirror? And he walks in, and I'm like... (gasps) But you know what? We had a conversation and I (laughs) realized when I was watching the episode, he basically practiced his lines for that episode on me (laughs) 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 because I remembered word for word what he said to me. And then I, it's a dog. Okay. Okay. I remembered word for word what he said to me. And then I remember when the episode came out and I was like, wait a minute. I remember that. he said that to me too. <laughs> but he did say I have a nice ass I heard him talking to his like uh, assistant or whatever because his makeup trailer was next to mine so when I was walking to mine um, actually I have a picture too um, but yeah I heard him say wow she has a nice ass so thank you Mario I, just,
0: I can't imagine it was good I it was just, great uh, so, so what other like Things besides Power Rangers and like in nerd culture, are you interested in? Like, give me the rundown. P.S. I love your Hello Kitty like tattoo. Oh, thank like, you. Like, I. Oh, then
3: you will love the rest of Well, I didn't put any lotion on, so they're kind of dry, but I have Tank Girl. I
0: see, yeah. Tank
3: Girl. Um, I have Pippi Longstocking, <gasps> which is the most annoying tattoo I have because people are like, girl, is that Wendy? No, <laughs> oh,
2: it's <laughs> Pippi.
3: Bye. That is not Wendy. That is not Wendy. Oh.
1: Now I want some chicken nuggets and fries cheese. But when I look at, at it, I'm like, it kind of does <laughs> <laughs> look like her.
3: I should have got it in black and not red hair. See? Oh, my gosh. Oh, and then and there. then your it's cam like from your the movie. Yeah. I got the pink power ranger, which is weird that I got her because the yellow one is my favorite one. But there, I seen this picture of this person cosplaying. And I was like, that is a badass fucking picture of the pink ranger. Because mm. you've never seen a picture of the pink ranger. Like that. And no, with profile, the side profile. With the gun and mm-hmm. everything. It was like dope. They didn't shoot their guns like that on the show. They no. were just very like straight armed mm-hmm. or whatever. And um, so I I seen this picture online and I contacted the girls like, hey, can you send me a better quality? Like I want to get this tattooed on me. And like she didn't she didn't really respond to me. And then whenever I posted the tattoo, um, I sent her a message, I found the picture on her Instagram. I was like, I got this tattooed on me. Then she writes on my stuff, um, well, you should tag my name to give me credit. I was like, girl, bye. You didn't even answer my fucking email. You fucking... No. <laughs> I was so over it. So it's like a love-hate thing. Like, I love the picture, but, like, the girl that cosplay, she was such a cunt. I, I just, didn't really like I, I literally really like thought
0: her. you looked amazing, she and should- I, I asked you to start this sort of relationship. Not like let's hang out and get like daiquiris. yeah,
3: Girl, I'm not obsessed with you. Anybody could put on that fucking Power Ranger outfit and pose. But you <laughs> did <punk>. it first. <laughs> 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 so it was cool. Like, I, I mean, I would have been honored if somebody did that. Yeah. I'd have been like, yeah, girl, let me get you a one with a high resolution so you can get all the dirt. <clears laughs> um, um, And uh, Yeah. And this is my favorite one and my new one. It's my, um, looks how? Oh, all oh my god, it looks it's amazing! Catwoman. It's Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman, and my friend in Ormond Beach at ad- <laughs> Victory Tattoo. His name is Bobby. He owns it. He's been tattooing for like ten years, and he did this. That and looks amazing. I gave him I gave him a picture of like what I wanted, and it was like a flat, like no no detail in it whatsoever. And he, he was like, trust me. And then he just went in and made this picture come to life on my arm. And it is the coolest tattoo ever. So, Bobby from Victory Tattoo in Ormond Beach, thank you so much for doing a good job.
0: You know, I, I totally, in my mind, see your Catwoman is like towards the end of like Batman Returns, where you've got like strands of hair and oh, that's you're just me. like cracking the whip. Oh, that's me. I live for it. I live and I die for it. That's me, especially. See, That's how
3: I I look at work like that. It's like, when I'm getting ready for work, I wait till the last minute. And remember, Catwoman comes in the house and she's throwing everything around like, oh shit, what am I going to wear tonight? And then she puts some shit together, makes a fierce outfit, goes out on the town, kicks ass, and by the end of the movie, she (laughs) looks so (laughs) torn down. (gasps) Yeah. But no, you feel like you perfect. have like two lives left mm-hmm. at the end of the night, especially when you when you're performing because, like, it's just a lot when you're a performer and you're around alcohol and drunk people, and all kinds of party favors and stuff. I don't do those things, but like, it happens. So yeah, I kind of feel like Catwoman or Selena Kyle at the end of Batman Returns <gasps> when I get done working. I do. <laughs> uh, I've been wearing my uh, Selena Kyle hair a lot lately. Have you noticed that? It's like short and curly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. wearing it
0: a lot. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. let's talk about your pippy tattoo because sure. I don't. You
3: want a, a junior bacon cheeseburger, Ben? <laughs> I know I do. I
0: mean,
2: no.
1: But if you want bacon on it, don't go to the one by our house because. The Seventh-day Adventists don't let them serve bacon. It's, it's sad. like the What cookie?
0: kind of Wendy's don't got bacon? They don't the have bacon.
1: The one that's right next to a, a Seventh-day Adventist hospital.
0: They don't
3: have bacon?
1: They can't serve it. No, the, um. what's the, what's. What's the, the shorthand religion? for those? yeah? Seven Day Adventists? Yeah, is not Church of
0: Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. The Latter Day Saints. Yes, Latter Day
1: Saints. Another cult. No, that's the Mormons. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: That is the Mormons. Yeah, Seventh no, Day? it is Seven Day Adventists. Okay. Was right. So yeah.
1: just 7th Day Adventists. So they own. They, it? they run uh, Florida Hospital. So the Florida Hospital over here in College Park, they own a large chunk of land. So they have they lease out these the the locations so wendy's is there so they're leasing a building owned wendy's by the hospital leasing? this one is yeah it's a lease. Wow, it's a lease building
3: wendy's y'all need to step your pussy up <laughs> buy some land girl <laughs>
1: so um so they can't yeah part of their part of their religion is that there is
0: no pork
1: so,
3: i don't
0: understand what what i want a junior bacon cheeseburger deluxe well, then the you better ball? take your
3: ass down to fucking Orange Avenue
1: <laughs> right? <laughs>
2: <I'm a bullshit. laughs>
1: so, okay. but apparently, Panera just opened up because they expanded and they're doing like a medical village over here. so they've expanded the hospital and the parking garage and they've they're doing all this stuff to basically make it a little like a community. so they just built condos and apartments and they have all this stuff here. So
3: people that don't eat bacon live over there.
1: Well, Panera just went into the their c- complex area and apparently. From what I understand, they fought them on that and actually were able to. So Panera serves bacon, has bacon on their menu.
3: But Wendy's is bigger than Panera.
1: You would think that they would they apparently Wendy's is like a by? We don't
3: even care. We <laughs> don't even want to put this shit on here anyway.
1: So they have to they send them a, a little sign that they post up on their menu board when you drive up, it says, Sorry, this Bitch- location does not serve bacon. And I'm like, oh, damn! And then,
3: and then, the, then you all of ama- <laughs> Then you hear, this.
1: <laughs> you roll up. They're like, "What? This is not served bacon."
0: You're like, well, "Bye, girl. I'm going <laughs> to Chick Fil A." <laughs> so, so, so Pippi, Pippi, because I love Pippi, and I'm of an age where I remember Pippi Longstocking, but a lot of my contemporaries don't. Okay,
3: so I got to break it down for you, Pippi Longstocking. Okay, it was Rainbow Bright was my first like hero, and then I seen the movie the the New Adventures of Pippi Longstocking. Uh huh. Fell in love with that movie. I was Pippi. She would climb on the house and the trees. She would do flips and everything. And I was like, I'm her. Like, and I I felt like I related to her, you know, as a kid. And uh, that's why I got it tattooed on me. I like everything that I have tattooed on me is like. Um, chapters in my life mm. Like what What encouraged me to Basically be who I am today And it's kind of like this arm I just pay homage to all that So I love Hippie Longstocking And my my cousin uh, Lived in Fernandina Beach When I was like 14 or 15 I went and visit them It's like near Jacksonville mm. And they filmed that movie there So the house is there what? The whole community Everything is there isn't that crazy? Did That's you know it No, was filmed I didn't know that. there. Like the there. Ha- I have pictures. I want like they turned the house into a bed and breakfast. So when I was there, it was like it was it was colored pink or whatever. We should go and check it out one day. Life it's is super a cool. Breeze. We mm-hmm. live it
0: for fun. No, no apologies, apologies to, anyone. to anyone. We live on the seas. We please do as we please. please. Don't come for me and Pippi. <laughs> Okay,
1: I love it. I see, I see a, a a group trip to this place and a and a flame on live video <laughs> as we document this.
0: And then I ch- try to jump on the roof and I just break my arm <laughs> oh, um, with like a broom. Yep, oh, with, with that the broom? broom.
3: I was like, okay, like uh, I'm a kid and I have an imagination, but there is no way this bitch is flying a box. <laughs>
0: She's spinning around with a broom, a broom handle. I'm like, okay. Let me tell you, okay. I've never told this story before. So I would reenact movies. All I try to do that shit too. I tried I to it do wasn't. it. And one day that broom scene came and I grabbed the broom from the closet and I'm spinning around and I knocked over a lamp. My mother came into that room and she's like, what the Devil, are you doing? And when I told her, I was—I was like, "I'm sorry, mom. I was Pippi Longstocking. I think that's what she knew. She knew that you were a faggot. That's when she knew. I think. Well,
3: (laughs) can I say faggot?
0: Yeah, sure. I think. I would say yes. That's not what she knew. Actually, that's what you
1: knew. She knew.
0: (laughs) Actually, I could tell you exactly when my mother had an inkling.
1: I was the was doctor at, smacked your ass? No, and you were I like, was,
0: "Yes, sir." She's <laughs> like, "Ooh, harder." How <laughs> dare you? Yes, but how dare you? Um, no, I was watching my my mother and my godmother were hanging out, and I was doing homework, and they were watching the commish. So you know, it was in the early nineties, and <laughs> and a, a PSA came on, and they're like, "You know, get tested regularly." for you know hiv and i go mom when do i have to take my hiv test she's like do you have sex i'm like no she's like do you don't need to worry about it And i'm like i don't think that's what that man says it's like (laughs) if if you have sex with other men and i feel like i will should not i thought it was like extra credit do i need to like jump on this now like oh wow I was very conscientious,
3: but you were a virgin now.
0: But I was, yes,
3: yes. That would suck to be a virgin, and yeah.
0: <laughs> I didn't
2: know.
3: That's good. I, you know what? I think everyone should get tested. Actually, everyone right now, should. stop what you're doing. Call Pause up your this. local.
1: <laughs> Pause this a podcast <laughs> and go.
3: And go get tested. Go get tested, especially Florida. Like I guess they were like one of the highest ranked of, of STDs. Yes. There was like three of the big cities in Florida that uh, were high rated for like HIV and the worst whatever.
1: is that it's um one of those is that it's Orlando is close to the top if not the top of the list of new cases mm-hmm. of HIV
3: I think what it is is there's so many people that travel in here yeah. and and that's I mean it's one of the most visited cities in the world yeah. Orlando is mm-hmm. that's crazy
0: Um, which is you know what time for PSA so since i apparently steered the conversation this way. I'm sorry. I'm okay,
3: like, how do we go from Pippi to fucking HIV? <laughs>
2: I'm just, so I'll do a small one
0: and Come then we'll do like on, a short term.
3: So. Wait, what is this? What What do you call it? Um, Segway? No, whenever you 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 have no attention span. ADD. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that it?
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. So so this, the picked, show is just a, a case that's study what it is. in ADD. ADD.
0: Um, <clears throat> no, so I started... Yeah, I wanna be one less. Um <laughs> I started prep last year in June because
1: You wanted to be horror gay days. It
0: no.
3: It's better <laughs> to be safe than sorry. Exactly. A prevention's better than a cure. Of uh-huh. Course.
0: And and you know, as a, a black gay man living in Orlando, I'm at a higher risk than my than my white counterparts and in other demographics and I was just Was like you know I use condoms because there are other things out there besides oh trust me because you know uh, knowing me I can't afford to get hepatitis I drink a lot
3: they have a shot for that now right they
0: do yes but you're good yeah (laughs) but I was just thinking Hep C C? yeah it's Hep C that's the one you have to worry about
3: wait no looks good no No.
1: Hep Hep. I think Hep B is the non curable
0: you know. Let's, let's anyway. Anyway, anyway yeah, yeah, you can't afford to get hepatitis. I got just you. make
3: sure if you're gonna get an STD, make sure you're having fun while you're doing it <laughs> uh, because it mean, would just, uh, <laughs> wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? But I thought to
0: myself, <laughs> that's the worst advice I could get. I'm sorry.
2: Um, Go get tested. Yeah, I just, don't be stupid. I
0: thought to myself, I'm like, I would want to help end the stigma against positive people because that's bullshit. I should, I should work against, you know spreading the virus in my community and if i want to be a more conscientious person for my community and myself you know overall i should take precautions we live in the future and if you have access to health care and you can afford prep then you should think about how going much on does PrEP. prep cost it depends so like i i have insurance but there are resources for people so if you
2: plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Don't have insurance um, here in Orlando. There's Two Spirit. They're oh, amazing. I know Two Spirit. Yeah, there's, Two Spirit Health Service That's why I go and get my my
3: levels and stuff checked for my hormones.
0: Yeah, and like I I go there now for a prep because ACA kind of fucked me over because thank you Republicans they it, no, because
1: they thought it was a greedy as um, health insurance you're providers. Right. Yes. Who are seeing that they are not making them as much money, so they decide to and fuck they pulled, over yeah. the people and they by out. pulling out of the damn market. And now I'm on,
0: I'm on Blue Cross Blue Shield.
1: I got Blue, Blue
3: Cross Blue Shield the other day. Girl, I got pretty, the gold package. You got gold.
0: Oh, girl, I couldn't I got the gold. I couldn't package. afford that. I'm on Blue Select, which is I'm telling my business. Blue Select, which is pretty much the continental you breakfast just, at the Howard Johnson of, of Health Insurance. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I, I, I'm. Yeah, I got the sweet.
0: So yeah, I. But you know what? It's <laughs> there are there are options. Everyone should really look into it because we are the generation that can can really turn the tide. And um,
3: it's fun, and you can do it with your friends, mm-hmm. and everyone can just it could just be a thing.
0: Yeah, and, and everyone if you just are,
1: if you are in Orlando, twospirithelp.org is the website. Thank you, Doctor Dave uh, Baker Hargrove is the one that started it. Love him to death. I've known him for years. It caters to the LGBT community, mm-hmm. but it's not exclusive to the LGBT community. It's for, it's for anybody that needs the services. Right. It provides mental health services as well as medical services.
3: And they also do HRT for transgender people. Yeah, mm-hmm. And
1: they are, I, I know that they were looking in for... Um, do like laser hair removal yep. for um for if you're transitioning? Uh, well, it, it's third party. It's not so it's they have third somebody. Third party, they, yeah. They have somebody rent out the room. But they, no they tea, no
3: shade. But miss thing that I did it one time and miss. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> get the button it's ready. About to get dark in <laughs> here. <laughs> so, this thing. I'm not gonna name names because she's probably she might not even work there anymore. But anyway. She was telling me all her business about like threesomes and like this man and these fights and stuff. And I was just like, girl, just fucking get the hair off of my face. <laughs> it was so bad. So there's my little shave for that. Two spirits. <laughs> I hope Miss Thing got her life together. <laughs> but it, it she but she told me all her business.
1: The big thing about it is that it um it is Especially targeted towards underinsured and uninsured, mm. which, in this day and age, where health it insurance costs $15 is an issue,
3: if you don't have insurance, it costs fifteen dollars to do the visit, and, um, y- I mean, you can get medication for cheap. You just have to shop around for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: and they you can get you can do the um, the the prep uh you can do all the prep stuff there. They do Mondays. Uh, Hope and Help does the the level testing because you have to do what is it? It's hep test first. Make sure that you don't, that you're, I can't remember. So you, I know you have to do some blood work first and then the as government. long as that all comes back and you're, um, you're in good, in good condition. It's a good working order. Like we're mm. machinery. Uh, and then they can continue on and they do that. And if you are, if you come into Orlando because you want a, an LGBT friendly place and you live outside of like the immediate area, you can actually Skype in for consultations after your initial face-to-face visit so oh, like cool. so sort of like our friends like melbourne and and places that are, are close-ish but not like super close mm-hmm. they offer those those opportunities so dr dave That's and awesome. the the gang over there doing a great job
3: mm-hmm. is miracle of love and hope and help the same thing or no
1: no no okay. miracle of love is a a, a different uh mm-hmm. non-profit okay yeah. yeah i
3: i actually went there the other day and got tested you know just to check out the place. Nice, cool.
1: There's a lot of great. We have a lot of great organizations in town mm. that that do.
3: And so there's no reason why we're one of the highest. No, you know. It seems like the, the more Sigma. help oh, there is, the that. more people ignore it. It's mm-hmm. like
0: okay. So like, as someone who is in the midst of a sexual revolution, some of you know it. Some of you alluded to it earlier. And some <laughs> of you read about it on Grinder. <laughs> oh! uh, <well, laughs> I just another,
3: got a grinder, by the way. That's why I went and got tested. Because um. I want
2: to make sure. <laughs> no, I didn't or do anything wrong. Scruffy, I just want to
3: make sure that I'm good. So that, like, you know.
0: Yeah, so everyone do your part. And if you, if you don't know what to do, we listed some organizations. If you're local and if not online google is don't be is afraid free. to get tested Mm-mm, don't be afraid don't be afraid because it's better to, to know than to not know
3: yeah and some people think well if they don't tell me then it doesn't exist baby.
0: girl it no exists. it still happens and tax taxes the same way look what happened to what's her face you gotta pay taxes hon but Lauren do you have to pay taxes
3: because like I I'm confused.
1: I mean if you're Wesley Snipes, no. It's like they have but a like go
3: it's jail. like they have a big old jar of names of people and they like close their eye and dig in it in like a fishbowl or whatever and they pull out and they're like, Okay, let's Let's check on Wesley. <laughs> but didn't know they didn't ever check on Donald Trump. Like, what's up with that? Like, I don't well, get
1: it. Well, no, I think I think the issue with him, especially, is that it's not that he hasn't reported. It's he does that, it through his company. Well, that and he the reason he doesn't want us to see who he owes money to because like the one that did get leaked, which they think Marla Maples may have kind of just. Put out there because they were married at the time. I think Mm -hmm. that's what it was. So she has. So so she has a joint file for uh it. And she was like, "Oh, look at this! Almost one billion dollar laws. Look what
3: (laughs) just (laughs) fell down here. Let me let me slowly pick that up. (laughs) Oh, can you pick that up for me?
1: (laughs) Can you pick that up? Take pictures, scan it. I don't care. Just email. Oh, and then just hand it back to me, please. Thank you. Thanks.
0: (laughs) Uh, So, all
1: right. So so (laughs) I know that I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna steer this part of part of the ship are we wrapping up no 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 no. i want to i know this isn't this isn't your your favorite part of your story oh but we'll see
3: (laughs) we'll see how i feel today
1: before we get into it actually so let's talk about your drag career okay which i'm not saying that that's the part that you don't love but we're gonna we're gonna work up to it right so normally, normally, oral is like this is usually one of the first questions out his mouth. But yeah, but you're I'm so just... nerdy that it like all that other stuff is like we need to get into that. Rip There's into that so meat much first. to talk about, and um, you know guys. what? We've
3: never like really hung out like. No, and we've like been talking before.
1: about we've been talking about having you <laughs> on the show for like yes, yeah,
3: since I started working <laughs> at the Parliament <laughs> house
1: two since years you were ago. Doing your month like.
3: My trial, your
1: trial run here. Yeah, we were like, "Oh my god, we need to get you on the show." I'm like, yeah, it's Now, heavy. like the fourteen years later, we're like, "All right, we can sit down now." I'm
3: the Mary, are <laughs> the Ronan.
1: So how how did you get into drag? What started that whole that whole trip into performing?
3: Oh wow, let me see. Um, I just remember <clears throat> as a kid. Once I realized, like, once you start school, people start, like, gender, like, separating you genderly Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, I can't wear a dress at school. Like, I'm not supposed to color my fingernails. Like, everything that I did before I got in school, like, it was like, no, no. You're a boy. You have to have blue scissors, not pink. These are for the girls. And it was just so confusing. I'm like, what? You know, and so I, I suppressed so many feelings. And then when I was alone in my room and stuff like that, I would, I would, you know, dress like a girl and do makeup and, and, and put a towel on my head for hair and stuff like that. And, um, and you did, I, you did
1: the gay like swing and then flip back up. Right. Cause I mean, we all learned it from our moms.
3: I, I have to be honest with you. I never identified as, as being gay. Like I never did. Like I always, okay. Ooh. Oh, this <laughs> microphone just <laughs> me. Microphone's um, getting me. I friendly. never identified as being gay because I always felt like a girl. If gotcha. that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, call me crazy. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So like for my whole life, I would like dress up when no one was around. And then when I was 18, I had a friend of mine that, um, Cause I didn't really know what transgender was or anything like that. So I had a lot of gay friends and, and, and I guess I lived a gay lifestyle, but I never still really felt like I was gay. I remember like looking at myself in the mirror and saying, you're gay, you know, and Mm -hmm. it just, it just didn't, feel right you know and then I would try to like do stereotypical gay things like try to like flip my wrist and like just annoying gay (laughs) stuff and it it just never felt right to me and then once I realized oh I'm transgender then things it that that's when I kind of like accepted drag and like, I met this guy and he was a little bit older than me and he would go to the gay clubs and he would like, tell me about like how much fun it was and the drag queens and stuff. And he introduced me to like movies like Wigstock, which is a documentary. Like mm-hmm. if you like drag I love and you need to like Wigstock is like an amazing documentary. Um, and so I watched that and I watched, um, Was another movie with drag queens, Um, Trick, Paris is Burning, the movie Trick with Coco Peru, Mm. and I was just thinking about that today. And I remember being terrified of drag queens. And I remember also as a kid RuPaul, and anytime I'm from the South, so I heard this a lot. People would be like, "I would never sleep with a man unless it's RuPaul." I just remember that, like I don't know why, but a lot of people would say that to me, or like I would hear that when I was younger, um, because she looked like a beautiful woman. You know, she was a supermodel. Yeah. And uh, And, uh, this is really any trans people. Thank you,
1: Albany, Georgia area. Yeah. Uh, That in, in Georgia. In Georgia, Southern Georgia.
3: Yes. where we drink sweet tea?
0: Yeah. And bit juleps, which I don't understand because they're disgusting.
1: Unless you're Wentworth Miller. <laughs>
0: Unless you're Wentworth Miller. Talking like this bread. on Flash.
1: <laughs> you know Wentworth Miller, right? He's on Prison Break. And then he does, he's uh, Captain Cold on The Flash and Legends of Tomorrow.
3: All right. I'm about to get some yeah. of my little geek points taken yeah. away from no, me. No, <laughs> no, no, no.
0: no. He, he's super attractive and a Homosexual. But he plays this this one villain from Flash as like a Tennessee Williams character. I
3: love a country accent, and
0: it's 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 great. Like mm. it is the end all be He's all. fine. Like everything just sounds like a double entendre. <laughs> it's like why don't we just cool things Skip down? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> It's like if may west I'm decided from Georgia. to be
3: a flash play. when i go home i feel like even when i talk about home i i feel like the accent taking over me it is it's so refreshing though it's so i feel like i speak another language and um i love it i i just remember like for so many years i would i would try not to sound like i fell off the back of a turnip truck Like when I moved to Atlanta, I was like, okay, I'm going to pronounce all my words like this, you know? And so when I was there, people were like, you're not from here, are you? And I'm like, yeah. And then I went to LA and they were like, girl, you're so country. I'm like, what? This is my good, this is my my good voice. This is my learning voice. This This is my smart voice. This is me. And yeah, and then at some toward before I moved out here, I had a trip. Uh, oh, I had a sh- show out of town, and I worked in Tampa, and I worked with this uh, entertainer. Her name is Amy DeMilo. I don't know if you know her, but she has the most countryest voice you've ever heard in your entire life. And I just remember sitting there in that dressing room and listening to her talk and being
0: like god i miss home
3: (laughs) you know i was like i miss
0: home it's just so a slab of uh, virginia ham just shows up okay like it it was just refreshing come from
3: so when i got home i was just like you know what i'm country like when i went back to california i just kind of accepted it and um but i guess i i derailed this train And let's talk the crazy the rails tracks. as soon as we said hello. <laughs> it it always will, but we'll come back to it. And you wanted to know about like me starting drag and stuff like that. So I was um eighteen. I was living in Albany, Georgia, and um there was a local gay club and they had drag queens and um it was twenty one and up to get in there. And they didn't really have any white queens and um, they were like, okay, well, you can come and do the show. I had no experience in drag whatsoever. <laughs> they were like, you can come and do the show. But as soon as the show is over with, you have to leave. Like you can't hang out in the bar. Like you can only be in the dressing room and on the the floor when you're on stage. And I was like, that's a good deal, you know. And um, I had, was fresh out of military school, so, um, I had nothing to lose. <laughs> so I started dressing up on the weekends and, and performing and I went by the name of I had two different names. I I first went by uh, Jerica. Not Jerica. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is an amazing name for drag. Jerica. Um no, I went by uh, Heidi. Was one of them. Actually, it was Misbehave was my first one. And I was like, okay, no one's going to take Misbehave serious. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what name to use. I don't know what name to use. And so my friend, we were sitting in her living room. And the name of the place was that I worked at was called Our Hideaway. And we're in her living room. And there is a movie box <laughs> of <laughs> Heidi. You know the little girl yeah. with her daddy or Grandpapa, whatever.
0: Grandpa, grandpa. <laughs> I, I
3: hate that. That's probably why I murdered my drag career in the very early <laughs> stages. I was like, I'm doing this all wrong. This isn't right. I was, I was, it was the blind leading the blind, basically. And I had fun, and I had a little following, and it was fun, whatever. I moved from Albany, Georgia, and I went to Athens, Georgia. And I hadn't done drag in probably about a year um, at that time. And I met this boy at at the club and like we fell in love instantly and we were together for three years. But when we started seeing each other, I was like I was at the local gay club there called Bone Shakers. And I would watch the show and I was like, you know what? I kind of miss doing shows like I want to do this again. So I went and I like bought like a few things. It was really bad. It was awful drag. I still think I do awful drag. <laughs> I'm just more into the performance aspect. And I should probably, you know, pay more close to detail. But it was it was rough then. Um but then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go by the name Sonique. I just like recreated my character in Athens, Georgia. And um When I was about 21, I auditioned for the Starlight Cabaret, which is the big uh, drag show that they have in Atlanta for their gay pride. And I met the Goddess Raven. If you are familiar with um, more old school drag or Atlanta drag, uh, the Goddess Raven, she was a national title holder. She won Universal Show Queen in Hawaii, and she was Entertainer of the Year. And she did fire acts and stuff like that. And she was a pink impersonator. So, like, all these things were, like, amazing about her. Well, I went and she was the one that was in charge of, like, who gets to be on the show. And I pre- I performed Toxic by Britney Spears. And she liked it. And she asked me to be her drag daughter after that. So, like, on my 21st birthday, like, one of the biggest drag performers in Atlanta are in, in – at that time, like, all around the nation – asked me to be her drag daughter and i was like hell yeah you know it was awesome I Lived with her for a little bit learned how to make stuff kind of watch like the business acts aspect of like what she was doing she lived in a nice home she had a nice car she had a swimming pool cats dog you know she had everything and i was like wow like you can do drag and like be like this, su- successful. I didn't know because I was, I remember like all the drag queens I knew were like sharing each other's tops or like <laughs> shaking out a wig, you know? No. And she was real fierce. So <clears throat> I, you know, started, I moved to Atlanta from Athens and, um, you know, I just did shows all around. I became like, I guess like a local girl there, and I auditioned for RuPaul's Drag Race. Got on the show.
1: Did you do it just the one time? Because you were season two. So did Sorry, you? I just burped. <laughs> so, was so.
3: Duran casting. Um, th- they were traveling around, uh, the country to the big cities, and um, w- looking for, uh, drag, performers, and they came to Atlanta. And this is before the first season aired and they gave their card to people that they wanted on the show. And, um, I was one of the ones they gave their card to I auditioned for first season. I was actually an alternate for first season. Like I had did everything. They were like, okay, well have your stuff ready because we're, we may need you. Um, and they were said, if we do not have you this season, we'll definitely have you second season. And I was like, well, I plan on transitioning. I told them uh, during the first season, I plan on transitioning, so I don't even know where I'm gonna be mm. in my life next year. And they were like, "As long as you don't have breast and you're not living as a woman, it'll be fine." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." So the second season starts rolling around for auditions. They're calling me. I'm at this point in my life where I'm like, oh, girl, I'm not, I don't feel like doing this. Mm. I don't want to go through the auditioning process. Like you see who I am. You know who I am. I put all that effort and time into the first go around. And, um, so yeah, I, I got on the show and I did it and I just was in a really awkward time in my life where I was trying to discover who I was personally So it was really hard for me to focus on, like, who I was as an entertainer, which I learned all it is is just an extension of who you are, Mm. you know? Like, there was just so much about just everything. I, I didn't realize that stuff made sense, you know? I learned that I was transgender. I learned what that meant. I learned how to express those feelings. I learned, you know, how to just be on TV after the fact, you know? Like, I learned so much after being on Drag
0: Race about who I was, you know? See, and that's really interesting for me because, like, you're going through this, like, huge transformative process where it's all about authenticity, and and you're in this environment where, like, there's this artifice, and they want, like, certain things from you, and so, like, you're giving that to them you know, as an entertainer,
3: but you're not fully understanding what you're doing. Yeah. It's that's, that was the hard part for me because they were like, especially the snatch game was the episode that I got sent home on. And, um, they were like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. And I was like, okay, so like, I'm, am I supposed to just be like fierce behind the thing? That was the first year of, of, of uh, snatch game. So we didn't know, we didn't know what to do, what to expect. We just did whatever. And, um, It was unfortunate for me because Mm -hmm. I felt like I could could have done way better. But um, I had a hard time uh, expressing myself uh, vocally at that point in my life. I was just used to going to clubs and like doing flips and lip syncing other people's music. Mm. And on Drag Race, it teaches you how to like come out of, you know, hiding behind someone else's words And uh, a look like we, okay. Like who are you in the inside? Like let that come out. And I wish I would have known that or like had more experience with myself so that I could have had a better time on the show because I definitely think I'm a fierce competitor and I definitely think I have way more to offer than anyone ever will see on that show of me. Mm. So if they ever call me and ask me to do all stars, I will be there in a heartbeat because I feel like if anyone from that show needs a redemption, it's me. Like seriously, Mm. like I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't allowed to be myself on the show because they said, you have to be this on the show. You have to be a boy on the show. So I'm sitting here Knowing I'm transitioning as soon as this is over with and that this part of my life is going to be on video forever. One of the most like uh, awkward stages of your transition is like when your hair is grown out and you're just kind of like this weird, like not really a boy, not really a girl, just kind of really awkward. So you're just kind of sitting in the back and being an outcast. And now I, I just feel like you know I, I demand, or is it demand or command? I, I have I have a presence about me now. I feel. oh you and have you, a command c- command a room. You, yeah. you
1: can command the room. Yeah. Well, and actually, it's kind of funny that you you bring up something like All Stars because now that we've had two seasons, do you think that part of it's because you have transitioned that they haven't opened the door for an All Stars return? That's part one. But then part two to that. Is now that the season nine cast has been revealed, and they have their first openly trans uh, competitor, Mm -hmm. do you think that that could potentially open the door for like if All Stars three to roll around because now that you have transitioned and they now have now there's a precedent for an openly trans woman.
3: The people behind Drag Race are extremely smart. They they know what they're doing. They don't want to give you everything in one season. Mm They can't bring trans people in the beginning because it's like, well, we're just trying to introduce people what drag is. So yeah, you wanna, want you want to make drag boys. mainstream. We want these goofy boys. We want people to know like there is no way in fucking hell these are women. We want you to know that these are boys, and they, because there was there's such a big um, uh, misconception about who what like men that do drag. Like who they are, like people automatically think, oh, if you if you do drag, then you're like, then it sh- should be something that you should be ashamed of. When in all actuality, like it takes a it takes a, a man to be able to put on a dress and know he's a man, mm-hmm. you know, mm. and be fierce with it, you know, and um, so I think they did everything in baby steps, and with me, I. I know that I I talked a lot about in my interviews when they would ask me questions about stuff. And I was like, I don't want to talk shit about anyone. Like I'm just really here to focus on like doing a good job. And like, what are you going to do with the money? Oh, well I plan on using that for my transition, you know? So there was a whole storyline there for Sonique. And
1: that's on the cutting room
3: floor for now. Sonique had a whole storyline that Mm -hmm. they could have, shared but they were like we 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 can't tell this story because it it's not part of this project about what drag is we're just now trying to introduce drag to the world and, yeah. it, and it was like underground at that it was it had just started oh shit i spilled my pineapple juice um it had just started becoming more mainstream because mm. then we're um, they had us on billboards everywhere. Like, it was so surreal. And I think them showing on the reunion that I came out as trans was was good. It was a step forward. It was like, okay, we have a, a different one here. Mm-hmm. But um, and they the didn't really go into detail on that. And then the next season, you have Carmen Carrera, which... She didn't come out on the show, but she got popular from the show, Mm -hmm. and because of the traction from that, she did other shows, and she came out as trans there. So, then it started opening people's mind, like, okay, there's not just one kind of person that can do drag. Yeah. And then, um, who's next? Was it Kenya... Was it? Kenya came out. She, Kenya
1: was way after. She didn't
3: really come out. I of, don't think she ever really she never has said it.
1: She she is augmented, but she it's never really been like, hey, I'm trans. It's I remember just kind she, of been like, I'm four feet tall and now I have boobs. You yeah. like, like that's kind of Kim? all. She,
3: she was <laughs> yes. And you know what? I will say this about Carmen Carrera. I I, mean, I think she's doing an amazing job at modeling and and she's a she's really a good girl. Um, but uh. She came up to me. We were at Mickey's, and it was when her season was airing or just started. <clears throat> and she's like, You know, like, um, I just wanted to tell you. <laughs> you know how she's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but she was like, That I inspired her with her transition and to get on the show. She's like, I seen that you were able to audition, like, be on the show and then come out as trans. She said, And. And that's that's what I want to do, because she knew she wanted to be more than just a yeah. naked drag queen in New mm-hmm. York. She wanted to be a showgirl all over the world, and I, I and, and a model, you know, like. So I think that was really cool. And then I remember Kenya calling me whenever she was filming for the reunion she's like girl you have any hormones i'm like bitch <laughs> are you coming out today oh. are you coming out on the show girl you got any <laughs> <laughs> yeah she <laughs> but she had a she had a little body she had her body done i don't think she had her titties yet <clears throat> and um she looked amazing on the reunion and then <clears throat> um um, jiggly caliente too she identifies as being transgender yeah um, it's one of well,
1: those she's less visible as as trans in the sense of, of like a it being spoken and being outspoken yeah. about it but yeah no i've seen a lot of it i mean she's got a teeth fixed she got yeah you know, she got the hair she rock like she she rocking herself she's she still saying herself. the same
3: person like she's still like jiggly mm. but like she's more confident yeah like, she definitely then, is she stepped know, her pussy up she's
1: yes. like she look at me she's like i can, i can okay, be right. i can be jiggly but i can be i can be fierce too and yeah that's fantastic for her
3: gia Gunn came out as being trans did she yeah. i hadn't heard that yeah on hey queen she um she had talked about like kind of trying to explore it more to see if that's like where she wants to go um yeah so there's there's a a big group of girls well, and you have I the, think it would be interesting if like we got all the trans girls like and did a, a RuPaul's like trans you know some kind of race for us to come back and like compete compete as, you know, see yeah. how fierce we are.
1: Well and then I mean you open the door for somebody like um Monica Beverly Hills to actually during the competition mm. to be able to make that proclamation and for that to actually be a part of what they are including in it, that it's not relegated yeah. to a reunion or after the season is over for her, for them to be at that point, you know, you helped open that door to make it acceptable to, you know, three, four seasons later. Yeah. No three. Cause that was, she was season five. Season five. Mm-hmm. So th- for three seasons, you know, three years later for it's- her to be able to say that, on television.
3: That I wish that I, I, I could have had that and then th- now Peppermint is on and I'm like, fuck. Uh, like that's an even better deal. So it is I love Peppermint. Yeah, I do I met her years ago in New York. Um, I don't even know how long ago it was way before Drag Race ever aired. Um, but yeah, I met her. She was like hosting a night at um Doc is it called Doc's Don Heels or something like that. And um but anyway, I believe that's where i seen her at. She's really fierce. And I'm so glad that sh- she is trans and that she is going to be on the show and I hope that she does a good job mm-hmm. and I'm sure she'll be fierce.
0: You know, <clears throat> being a part of the vanguard is sometimes super lonely. But, you know, and, and you look around and it's like, so there's no one like yourself and it feels kind of isolating, but it isn't until you look back and you see, like, the legacy you've made and people coming up to you and say, you know, you're the reason why I had the strength to, you know, to come out or transition. Like you, you paved the way.
3: People but- remember two things of me from RuPaul's Drag Race. The lip sync for my life with Morgan, um, which a lot of people say it's like one of the best ones that they've ever seen. And me coming out as transgender. So that was like my highlight. Like me going home. <laughs> <laughs> I me coming out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I just really want to come back and just like fucking be a competitor. Like it's like everyone else gets to be themselves. Like why can't I be myself and compete? Like you thought I was fierce enough as an entertainer. Let me come back and be myself and you can really get into that fierceness. You know? So hopefully they'll there will be a call or this gets out to them. Well, no, and
1: I think that'd be awesome because, and like I said, and that was part of the reason why I brought up that kind of line of questioning was because before announcing Peppermint as part of the cast, you know, yes, a, a bunch of the girls have come out as trans, but it was just kind of like, well, we don't really have a protocol for having a trans contestant, mm-hmm. so you, you know, and I mean, Tatiana was on All Stars, too, so it's not like they're like, oh, well... Season two was a while ago, so we don't really want to reach back that far. They yeah, obviously, and and for fuck's sake, I mean, if they had added anybody else from season five, they should have just gotten the entire cast back together. because okay. that was a bit Jay much.
3: Julie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where are you, girl? Oh, she give a, you one more she, chance. She in Nashville
1: being Taylor Swift. It's fine.
2: What? Okay.
1: Yeah, she does.
2: Uh,
3: does she,
1: she does a lot of impersonation. She does um, Taylor Swift often. She, yeah, she, she, look, she looks really good as Taylor Swift. She's really?
3: she's yeah. very convincing as Taylor Swift. Yeah. That's good. Huh. It's good. She was. Gaines,
1: she does, no Jacksonville Gainesville. I think she she's was North Florida Gainesville ish. Yeah, in that area. Um, and now and I she's and in Ash.
3: Pretty good friends, and she's in Louisville right now. She works oh, at Play. Li- yeah, it's so crazy. It's like. Uh, when you're when you've been on Drag Race, we have like this this bond that you have like immediately because we all relate to each other and we're ostracized ostracized by the uh, by the drag community in a way. You know, people think oh, because there's a million queens we've inspired queens that didn't even know they were queens and mm. they just get on YouTube and they learn how to do Raven's makeup and learn how to buy a w- wigs from vanity and next thing you know you have like this um lego drag
1: queen yes <laughs> lego drag if you haven't you seen it the pieces together and somebody it's actually did a like those lego like idea of, mm-hmm. like how they have, you have to get like x amount of votes yeah. for it to be considered somebody oh, did a RuPaul's petition. Drag Race that would one. be really fierce it's super cute
3: that would be really fierce but a little, you know what a little
1: snatch be- game set it's adorable
3: <laughs> that is so cool that's really cool that that should happen it they should, should d- but they do de- I've seen that for the the golden girls as well yes that's mm-hmm. what I really yes. really would like to um, but yeah so um,
1: what was I saying
0: oh um, community <laughs> ostracized
3: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah so like when when we get together or if there's a girl in town like we instantly just like become family mm. it's it's crazy I cannot think of anybody from RuPaul's Drag Race that I don't like like off the top of my head like i i i don't know it's weird but uh yeah so i i think that that sisterhood or whatever that's pretty cool yeah because some of these people i don't really know super well but you just know you like each other when you meet each other Mm -hmm. because you know what you have to go through i was gonna say that's huge
1: yeah because not a lot of people like at this point we know we're being it's like slave
3: driven it's like okay we got it's it is, it, and there's a payoff in the end, you yeah, know. Oh yeah. But, but I'm what? How many years ago was that? Like seven, seven, is it oh, seven? Seven years, yeah. Seven years ago, and i people still asking for me. I'm I'm leaving to. I just got back from Austin, Texas. No, I was just about to ask. I'm like- leaving to go to California on Wednesday, and then at the end of the month, I'm going to uh, going to Albuquerque, New Mexico. So yeah. Like I'm still traveling and people are still asking for me, so that's good. I know girls that are was just on it last year and can't get a booking. You know,
2: well,
1: that's the sad part is uh the newer the newer crop of girls, it's become so massively popular and you're
3: instantly famous.
1: You're instantly famous or hated. Oh yeah, that's an issue and that's Um, and that's the thing because I mean the earlier seasons. It's a matter of like, oh, cool. Like any girl watching this, you, like, yeah. it's awesome. And now it's kind of like, oh, you want to bring that bitch here? Mm, mm. Mm.
3: There was a queen I remember because there wasn't a lot of information about RuPaul's Drag Race when I was on it. Like, you had to go to like Logo dot com or you know whatever. Those Reddit sleuths haven't hadn't hadn't no started red, yet. Yeah, none of that <laughs> happened yet. And um, I just remember like reading comments. Which you should never read comments. No, don't do. Whether they're good or bad, just just know that people love you, and there are people that don't love you, and that's all you need to know. Um, and I was reading comments, and like people were being so mean to me, and like calling me like, um, because Tatiana had said I had like a stank face, like (laughs) or whatever, like I have like a look where like like something stinks or whatever, um. And like so there were people calling me that because I heard that on TV and then they're like people were like saying that I had a like a snaggle tooth and stuff like that. And I was just like, OK, that's like that's not cool. And then I'd seen a comment and the name was a name that I recognized and it was a queen that I had knew of and I had watched videos of her and I, I was like, OK, well, one day maybe I'll meet her. She wrote something so nasty about me based on the show. And it just like, I was like, okay, well, now if I ever hear that name again, I would just roll my eyes or whatever. I just think it's so, so nasty to like make a statement like that on someone that you've never even met. You never know who's looking up to you, mm-hmm. you know? So.
1: Well, that's what they say. you never meet your idols. Cause a lot of times you end up sorely disappointed. Okay.
3: And see, I love pink. I'm a huge, huge pink fan. I've followed her since the beginning and I've never had like a one-on-one conversation, um, where it's been like a, a private moment. Like Mm. I've only talked to her from this. She's been on stage and I was in the audience, but we've spoke to each other like two or three times when I filmed VH1 Storytellers with Pink, she she called me out there. And then um, the last one that I remember was um, the Truth About Love tour. Me and Morgan mm, went, and mm-hmm. we went dressed like Pink and stuff. And we were like in the front row, and she calls me out, and she's like, oh my God, you look so good. And she's like, I <laughs> you love You look just it. like me. It's so You look gorgeous. <laughs> oh God, I was busted. I didn't look anything like Pink. And I don't look like Pink at all, but I just love her, and I have fun. And she... Signed her name on my arm during the show and the next day I went and got it tattooed and we have it all on video. She's like telling me she loves me and everything. And I'm like, She loves me. <laughs> <laughs> She's told me that twice.
1: You're like, that means it's real. You say it's it re- once and whatever. And you, you say know, it twice. We we get married. That's it. <laughs> so she knows who I am, obviously.
3: Awesome. But we never met like this. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. it is kind of like I think about that. I'm like, I always wanted to meet her forever. Oh, I'm eating the mic. And um, I always wanted to meet her forever. And then I got to thinking, like, you know what? It's probably best we keep a little distance yeah. because what if she's having a bad day, and I'm really feeling it, mm-hmm. or I'm having a bad day, yeah, or I might say the wrong thing. She might not get my humor. I might not get hers. You know, and I feel like I know enough about her that like her and I could be cool together. But there's probably a whole bunch about her that I don't know either. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I cherish the moment that I had with her. And I think it's if you really, really, really love somebody a lot or like you admire them, don't go out of your way to try to meet them. Like, if it happens, like, naturally, Mm. then that's
2: cool.
1: And I feel like those are the best, like, those are the best interactions where it just kind of happens. And it's like, like you have a moment and you're like, and you can live in that moment and be like, okay, that's awesome. Mm. I had this. Like, for Christ's sakes, we're going to see Garbage in August with Blondie. Blondie and Garbage are performing at the Hard Rock. You have posted. Oh, I'm trying to sell a pair of tickets. Shut up. (laughs) So excited. I bought well, tickets. Is it at Universal? U- Universal? Um, yes, at, at, at Hard Rock. I'm Live. banned from Universal Studios. Oh, girl! We'll get into that after. All you know. right, mm. that'll that'll be an awful air combo. <laughs> um, but I, we have two things to talk about. <laughs> but I, I saw garbage when I back when I lived on, uh, in New York on Long Island, and it was in this like really like it was at the Vanderbilt, which was this like old almost kind of like mansionish place that was turned into a music venue, um, slash like horse racing thing. It was cool. I was about you were going to say whorehouse. No, not Whorehouse. It, it was is Long Island. It was, like an, it was like an OBT, or it turned into an um, uh, OTB, off-track betting thing mm-hmm. Like afterwards. Anywho. But they uh, she started saying, they played, um, I think it was When I Grow Up. And all of a sudden, she's not on the stage, and we're all like, yeah, we're getting into the music, which is it's not one of my favorite songs, partially because of Big Daddy, the movie, and it, it, it kind of ruined it for me. Uh, but all of a sudden, security comes through and starts parting the crowd. And I'm like, oh shit. And I ended up, At the front of the back half. So security literally like parted and I was right up there. And she's singing When I Grow Up and walking in front. And I like, I just, I like, I touched her shoulder and I was like, oh, like that's my moment right there. She may be the sweetest, kindest, nicest person, but if it was like a go out of your way, like I'm going to go meet her, I'm going to like do this, it could be, it could, it could suck. But I have that moment where I'm like, I love this woman. She is amazing. And, you know, like, Just, I got to touch her, you know, it just, yeah, it it was, so, so yeah, that's, that's kind of my thing. So real quick, I'm just going to backtrack to, you were talking about, uh, the, the (laughs) lip sync. So I knew, I'm like, I know I've seen something about this. Digital Spy ranked their, uh, top 10 favorite lip sync for your lives. Uh I think only through season seven. And number six just happens to be Sonique versus Morgan McMichaels. Shut up. Stacey Q's Two of Hearts. So I, 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 was, I was reading it. And I'm like, I have to share this with you. <laughs> so this is what they're, because they have a little blurb about why it's like, it, why it ranks here, you know, like why it's ranked as one of the top 10. So they say, while Morgan McMichaels teaches us that it's always important to have choreography prepared for any situation, Sonique delivers the most vital lesson of the day. Always wear good underwear because you never know when you might need it. And let's face it. If you're going to backflip across every inch of the stage, you better do it in matching bronze panties.
3: How you doing?
1: A little gymnastics is always fun, but Sony kills the spectacle with her ode to Cirque du Soleil, allowing Ms. M- Ms. McMichael to snatch the lip saying with her in parentheses, only comparatively more restrained performance.
3: Well, in my defense, <laughs> um, no, Morgan is one of my best friends. We became really close friends from that show but she even will tell you she spun around at the end I don't I'm I think it might show it she spins around and she waves by the raven because she just knew that she was going home I didn't know what was going on um after the lip sync um RuPaul left the stage or the the little thing that she sits behind and uh she left for like 20 minutes or so and me and Morgan are sitting there like um <sighs> what the fuck is happening here? You know, mm. like that should have been the moment where she's like, you know what, Shantae, you both stay. Because we were as equal, I, I wouldn't, I don't know if we were equally as bad in the Snatch Game, um, but we were equally as good on mm. the runway. And actually, I think we were equally as bad in the Snatch Game.
1: Because she was
3: pink, she right? She was pink. I and wanted were- to be pink. <laughs> and I think, personality wise i think i would have killed it as pink Mm -hmm. but they were she was doing it and i was like "Eh, i don't want to be that girl where there's two pinks there's like this blonde one and i was gonna do like ghetto pink with like the pink hair and like being very over the top and black
0: post like girl group but like early enough where she's still like in your face pink that yeah. one. Yeah, okay. I wanted to
3: be her. I that's the one I wanted to be. Morgan was trying to be like laid back, cool pink, you know. And um, but yeah, so I I got Lady Gaga by default, <laughs> and Gaga wasn't even really big at that time. Mm-hmm. Like she was doing her first album, The Fame, or whatever. And by the time that um the show aired, Gaga had just did the VMA performance where she was wearing the white and she had the blood and she did paparazzi Mm -hmm. and that was kinda like when people were like, wow, this bitch is crazy. Like that's when people started jumping on the Lady Gaga uh, train was then and then Bad Romance came out. So yeah, it was crazy. But um so by the time when it aired and people were loving Lady Gaga, we had filmed this eight months or so ago. So people were like, Oh, it's it was very like lackluster or whatever. But I'm like, We but really didn't have anything <laughs> to I by. With what I had.
1: <laughs> Why aren't you wearing a meat and pouring blood on yourself? Because, because she, she hadn't done do that yet. yet. She <laughs> didn't do
3: it yet. Jeez, we filmed this last year
0: when she was yeah, still wearing wizard that.
1: outfits. <laughs>
3: you
0: know that's what people
1: don't get though is that there is such a delay
0: Summer after
1: that's one of my favorite lady gaga songs to sing at karaoke by the way is summer boy i love summer boy
3: you know what i love doing karaoke but and when i'm at home i can think of a million songs i want to sing and as soon as i get there i'm like what song is Mm -hmm. it that i was thinking you know what
0: you know what made me so upset like someone had sung multiple times and so she she was down at the bottom but i was working way up because she wanted to sing bad kids and i'm just like yes like i, I really want you to sing bad kids from that ep and by the time i got up to her she had already left
1: it happens It happened.
0: Happens? Bad, do you remember bad kids it was from was it from it was from born this way right i think so
3: yeah, it's I I kinda cheated on Gaga for a couple of years. So I've missed out on a couple of songs.
0: Yeah, it was it was oh, that's from Born This Way. Okay, so I was I was right. So from Born This Way. So that was what year was that? Twenty eleven. It was twenty eleven. I wanna say twenty twelve. But yeah, it's there's there's this one song that it's it's not one of those hits, but if you like Gaga and you just want, you know, hey, she's talking to us, those like outliers those kids who like did what they oh. wanted to do regardless of the consequences how does it go i i know the song it's, yeah it's it's hard for me to
3: um
1: maestro <laughs> <laughs> i was like that's just gonna sound weird being from because like, i don't think i'll play through the computer well i'll, I'll play it for you later shiza and shiza. highway unicorn are my two
2: shiza. Dogs. i like
3: i want your silk wait i want your Whatever, um heavy metal lover. I love heavy, that metal, loving, heavy yeah. metal lover. Heavy metal lover. It's I oh. want your whiskey.
1: I mouth. feel like that. Like all of our With songs are just from that sound. one album. Like that was the best. Like <laughs> that was non- a good album. album. It was. It was a
3: good one. I didn't. I really don't ever like anything that they play on the radio. I always kind of go for the the tracks that, that w- nobody's paying attention to because yeah, those are the deep I, cuts. Because <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're not like those crazy like pop hooks. I hate like, stuff that's more popular.
3: I I can't. when when stuff is popular, I know I'm like, "Oh, this will be phased out next year." You know, and I want something that I'm going to
0: love forever. Yeah.
3: You yeah. know, I look for substance. Exactly. Not for top 40.
0: I just You know what? I I feel I, I love how we're just like, let's start talking about more this way because yeah. why not? It's
3: 2017. Every conversation is always going to lead back it's gonna lead up to Lady Gaga at some point.
1: Exactly, and and real quick, just because I said it earlier, the whole your your time on RuPaul's Drag Race is kind of like the, was what I was referencing before when I said like the, the not great time of you know of your life because I know you've mentioned yeah. that before and, and, and you and we obviously talked about that but I, I feel like somebody's gonna listen to this episode and be like he said it was like the the bad time of her life and then we just talk it all good or whatnot because but, there
3: were great moments. Yes. But
1: yes t- for for personally in your life it was internally a stressful time. i
3: was struggling with a yeah. lot and I, d- I wasn't around trans people i transitioned on my own and and it, it's scary i i didn't know what i was doing you know i tried to do the best that i can and i moved to california and um i met this one trans person that uh i had looked up to um from a documentary that inspired me to know that I could transition and live Mm -hmm. a normal life. Her name is Maria Roman and she lives in, um, Los Angeles and she, she was there and I reached out to her and like we hung out and she, she just helped me a lot, I guess in the beginning stages. And then I just kind of snowballed from there. And before I knew it, I was helping other people that like I would, literally be in company of someone and I could just sense that they were transgender and they didn't know it. And (laughs) I feel like, you know, you're a girl, right? And like a friend would be like, what do you mean? I'm like, you're, you're a girl. Like you are a girl. You know that they're like, I guess, I don't know. You know? And now like, I look back like five years well now and they they look amazing they're beautiful women and they are happy so you know i maybe i have like the sixth sense where well, i can tell you, like you're
1: getting to do what nobody was able to do for you mm-hmm. you've gone yeah. through you're seeing you're seeing those things of yourself in there which is awesome and that's that's a great thing to to be for people cuz you when know you didn't tell have people, that
3: i used to, i remember i used to tell people all the time um oh i'm i'm going to transition like i'm going to have boobs i'm going to yeah and I'm like, girl, no, you're not. Mm. You're fuck. you know, because I had to pretend to be like this other person that was more acceptable yeah. than this girl we've never even met of, And she doesn't even have a name yet. And, you know, like. She's well, there somewhere, but like um, now now she's here and people like her.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I think they do. No, we've we've been we've been privileged to get to know you, and uh, and like you said, we haven't you. we haven't gotten to spend a, a ton of time together. Like we you know we work together frequently. You know, we, especially when I when I have to go work in the theater, whether uh, covering for Chrissy or for for Chris.
3: You know he's leaving. Right? I
1: know. I know. So, so you'll probably see me more often in okay. a couple of
3: weeks. <laughs> Wait, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Like, do you want? No, to do No, no. Oh
1: God, no. I, well, no. I and this is my thing. I can't do it all the time uh, because of everything else I do. Yeah. But I have a funny feeling it's going to take him a little bit to find somebody. So for for that bit of time that I'll probably end up covering, I don't mind that extra cash because you know I will okay, I will make got an extra me some dollar, bones, girl. Exactly.
0: No. Especially the Parliament House. So so. We've come to uh, what I think is a natural end for the show because we we run the gamut and then some.
1: Except for your normal question, which would well, be yes, how we put it. Oh, at. okay. I'm All right. At. I'm making
0: sure. Thank you. You're Mike. my illustrious <laughs> producer, but I remembered. I remember because you
1: you've only had two two beers today. I've
0: only had two beers today. I had breakfast and brunch. <laughs> oh.
3: Well, you're doing better than me. Mm-hmm. I've just had kind of like I just been eating off these
0: pineapples that I got from Seven Eleven. See, I was going to make a stop at 7-Eleven, but I didn't want to be that bitch who showed up with, like, a Cuban. They're like, where'd you get that? 7-Eleven? I eat a lot of gas station sandwiches. <laughs> They're
3: good, <laughs> They're so though. good. Do you ever get the steak
0: and cheese? You know what? Sometimes. I think today is a steak and cheese day. Steak and cheese is
3: the bomb.
0: I've done I've done my due diligence, and, it's, and I... I feel
3: like I deserve and bacon, it. And the um, the um, chicken bacon ranch one or whatever, mm-hmm. that one's real mm-hmm. tasty. I like her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and their burritos are everything, too. I'm, you know what? 7-Eleven burritos are right. When I lived in Long Beach, I would the, store, the gas stations would always be open, and I would always get one of those.
0: I, I like how my face lit up when we talk about food. Oh, honey, so trust. <laughs> I so love hungry.
3: food. If there's one thing, I'm there is a fat girl inside of me like, and she gets out occasionally and I have to put that bitch back in her place, (laughs) but I love to eat. I want to eat macaroni and cheese all the time. I want to eat pizza. I want to eat tacos. I want to eat burritos. I want to eat everything that I'm not supposed to eat.
0: I love it. I I was thinking about double D's earlier today from Gringos Locos. I'm just like I Uh, couldn't stop by. Right. Always get the the
3: punch. I get the burrito punch. That's Mm -hmm, what I get. I -hmm. like her, but you get the double D's.
0: No, I always get I always get either the drunk gringo or the punch. I like the punch Mm -hmm. with um, guac, of course. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, but okay. And I get so
3: I'm so over it. The, everyone knows that guac is extra it's extra don't fucking remind me every time you ben, make it sound like coins. I'm asking for you to like do something extra like girl just throw
0: it on there like you know that's a dollar well, seventy five I know just
1: wait till the wall gets built and then you they gotta remind you no it's, more. it's even extra it's even gonna extra, be double extra eight now. dollars
0: we'll <laughs> we like girl for, okay thank you for you know what you like the, can I just get some sour cream please <laughs> like the delicatessen at, at Publix? Would you like Boar's head? Bitch, do I look like I made out of money? Okay. Give me the regular Publix. I know y'all good too.
3: They but, gonna get us with them avocados. <laughs>
0: um, so for someone <laughs> who may want to step just like the, the smallest of like pinky toes into the world of drag and performing. Say someone is, you know, sitting right next to you, imploring you for, like, just kernels of wisdom. What would you tell that person? What is the greatest thing that you could bestow upon them? Um, I guess
3: it, it's, it's very cliche, but to thy own self be true. Like, know who you are and deliver that at all times. Um, don't try to like i guess i guess like follow other people's dreams but follow your own mm-hmm. you know and uh just own who you are and give and allow yourself you don't have to rush it either like allow yourself to get to know yourself too like you can get to know yourself through other people's experiences but i think it's much better whenever you you discover who you are through your own experiences mm.
0: yeah Thank you. I like, to thy own self, be true.
3: Okay. Isn't that good? That's fancy. I wish I would have came up with that.
0: <laughs> well, Sonique, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so sorry we kept you for so and long. I really appreciate That's you guys letting so me charge wrong. my phone. I'm at 96% <laughs> now. So it's,
3: this is about over. <laughs> No, she, thank you. Like, thank you. She's so like,
1: much. I can keep talking until it's, had, it's until it's about ninety five percent. we own. have
3: been talking the house down. <laughs> I know. I, we, which where is that Wendy's with no bacon? Because I want to make sure I avoid that
2: one.
0: <laughs> oh, because now I want Wendy's Right. It's some bullshit. What you mean I can't get bacon? I don't believe in your religion. Okay. How does that pay me? I want to pay you an extra forty eight cents for some bacon on my goddamn cheeseburger. Just because you don't
3: sell it, don't mean I ain't gonna eat it, bitch. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm going over to Panera. Buying no, right? But right. What religion is this? It's like, it's well, Seventh Day
1: Adventist. Okay.
3: Oh. Yeah. So they never can eat bacon. They yeah. believe like pigs are gods or whatever.
1: Right? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the uh, sacred the the, the the sacred like if it's it's that piece of it, but it, it I think it it's, just it's an offshoot unclean. of like Judaism. Okay.
0: It just might be. Unclean. Bacon is so good. Like, how it's they so not good. Not want to worship
3: that.
1: Aren't they? Are they? Are they uh, just, Jews that like? Believe, they're not Jews that believe in Jesus. No.
2: No, 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 right?
3: Jews don't believe in Jesus,
1: (laughs) they believe he 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 existed, but he wasn't like this magician, yes, Mm -hmm. yeah. Unless you're a Jew for Jesus, in which case then you haven't converted, but you're like, hey, well, that's a whole nother son of God.
3: (laughs) Oh, gosh, I I, could talk forever, I I really can, you know what, especially on an empty stomach. Tell me about it.
1: (laughs) Next time we're gonna I, make sure that we do this. We're gonna we gonna do lunch and then we're gonna get some rum yes. punches going.
0: We should have like food. Going. Have you ever had his planters punch you have before?
1: Like chicken and huh?
0: Have you ever had his planters punch before? I haven't had any. Girl, it'll knock you ahead. on your ass. <laughs> Wait, is that alcohol? Yes. yes. I don't really he learned
3: he learned it. I only from... drink alcohol at Parliament House because it makes the pain ease. <laughs> <laughs> it eases the pain. <laughs> Like, I'm like, okay, I'm just you, counting down the days. You motherfuckers. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love mother- the part of my house, but you it is much more fun me, when but... you're drinking. <laughs> oh, oh, trust me. I know. I'm the... going to tip myself.
0: Vinny, <laughs> give me a double. Very <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'd like to tell you that we'd be back soon, but you know that's every time we do Drag as the New Spandex, a.k.a. All Queens and Me, it is a delight and a surprise for you and sometimes me. <laughs> and with that later everyone bye thanks for listening to flame on presented by nerdy
1: show if you like what you heard please rate and review us on itunes like and follow us on soundcloud and audioboom or subscribe and stream on google play as listener supported entertainment we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the nerdy show network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via patreon at patreon.com slash nerdy show you can fund the whole nerdy show network and unlock a plethora of amazing bonus content and early releases for more podcasts articles community forums and other awesomeness visit nerdyshow.com and be sure to follow nerdy show and flame on on all your favorite social networks if it's geeky we've got it covered
0: hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter